0: Okay, Okay, I have an idea, Richie. There's a way to salvage this podcast.
1: What, this this specific episode or just the whole thing?
0: (laughs) This specific episode. Okay. I'm going to ask you something now. Okay. But all of this I will put in the beginning of the podcast before the intro. Okay. I would like to ask you, in 140 characters or less... To uh, summarize, the Dark Beasts.
1: The Dark Beasts are a strain of beasts that exist, so as far as we can gather, in Lauren. But there are two examples of Dark Beasts that have either gotten out of Lauren, or people have, through messing around with Loren, turned into Loren-style beasts in the uh in Yana. and the the three things that we're calling dark beasts there is uh dark beast Paul, who is a very large animated skeleton shoots lightning
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh dark beast pal can also be encountered as something just called the lauren dark beast so presumably dark beast Paul is a lauren dark beast who is called Paul. there is the abhorrent beast that is a small smaller sort of like uh, version of the bloodletting beast it's like a big kind of hairy dude who can um, has similar traits to PAL in that they can shoot electricity and uh, on uh, an early version of the game that is just called the Lauren Dark Beast as well and there is also the Silver Beast explicitly called the Lauren Silver Beast if you encounter it in the Chalice Dungeons that is a similar sort of I guess to pile it's it uh, starts off as a biped, it becomes a quadruped at half health. And it has the same sort of arcing lightning across its body, so you get the impression that Dark Beast Pal is just a really big skeleton of a silver beast.
2: Also, Irreverent
1: Izzy made a weapon out of Dark Beast Bones that allowed them to partially turn into a beast. And uh, Archibald was a guy who was obsessed with the Dark Beasts. And he ran a group of hunters called the Spark Hunters. And they set about creating all these sort of uh, electricity based weapons and tools. But they did them through trying to copy kind of how the sparks of Dark Beasts worked. So they weren't sort of playing around with lightning like uh, Benjamin Franklin or something they were going <laughs> and they were they were looking at Dark Beasts and thinking like how did these things create lightning
2: okay
0: thank you Richie now again in 100 characters or less briefly tell me everything you know about Archibald uh, with in-game and cut content
1: Archibald was the leader of the Spark Hunters Richie yeah,
0: with a little enthusiasm, please.
1: <laughs> Archibald was the leader of the Spark Hunters, who were—he's referred to as a heretic of the workshop. So he was like a, I guess, a weird outcast guy, and uh, they were—they made electricity-based weapons in the church workshop. And um, that's really all you know about him. He just is responsible for all these electricity-based things. And that again, he got the idea from Dark Beasts. He was trying to mimic how their bodies worked. Um, The cut stuff is weird because there is a cut character called Archibald who had a pretty significant role, but the, the Archibald character who was cut out is very clearly not the same Archibald. Like, he's just another guy who's called Archibald. And from what we've heard, he, he is a guy who um, all we have is his, is his dialogue, and it was never translated into English. So mm-hmm. from what we, he's basically just a guy who asks you to bring him blood gems. And he says something like, give me the blood gems, and I'll use it to make you stronger. It's not exactly clear what he does. He just takes blood gems from you, and then he says he will make you stronger. It's not immediately clear what that means. Does does it mean that he leveled you up? Does it mean that he reinforced your weapons? Does it mean that he gave you some kind of other bonus? We don't know. And um, the way he talks, there's a lot of um, references to him sort of like licking his lips and sort of salivating. Mm-hmm. So we're wondering if maybe like maybe he ate the blood gems. He was like a vampire. Yeah. So he he wanted to like chow down on any blood gems you had. Um. But again, like this is this is so. Like, it's, it's cut, but it was cut so early on that it's, like, it's just a block of text. So, it's, like, something that they played around with for a bit and abandoned, but they liked the name Archibald.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And one last question. Mm-hmm. Can you briefly tell me about the Lauren Sparky, Windy stuff?
1: Well, if you go to Lauren, there are sparks and wind everywhere, even though it's indoors.
2: So, I guess it's very drafty in, uh, in
1: Lauren. I don't know where the, the lightning is coming from.
0: Okay. So, I guess um, we answered the three main questions, right? Dark Beast, Archibald, Sparky Windy stuff.
2: <laughs> I guess.
0: So, you heard this now in the beginning of the podcast, before the intro. And um, that's basically all the information that we have. Um, if you wish to do so, you can continue listening to the podcast which we recorded in the beginning of this, but it adds absolutely nothing to the information that you just heard, and it's a waste of time.
1: My eyes are just gradually defocusing as I drift off into slumber.
0: Yeah, and uh, but some people seem to like it. It helps them, you know, like if they have a long ride to work or whatever, having some nonsensical background noise, it's nice.
1: I've heard a lot of that, actually, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, if you're just here for the information, that's it. It's done. You can go home now.
1: (laughs) We can go home. They haven't come to see this.
0: (laughs) No, I said go home. I think
1: they've already turned off at this point. Hi, Sam.
0: How are you today?
1: Well, we just finished recording about Bergenworth.
0: Ah, cool. So, do you know what that means? Go on. <laughs> that this will be episode 38.
1: Woo! Wow.
0: Yeah, two numbers. Two numbers, two episodes in a row. I'm very proud of us.
1: We're going to have the 38th episode spectacular.
0: <laughs> okay. So. Today our topic is inspired by somebody from Reddit. Yeah. Um, somebody named Re asked us if we could make an episode on Dark Beasts and Archibald and Laura. I
1: can't hear you. You cut out. Oh no. Like an old buzz. Hang on. Yeah. I'm gonna have to quit. Hello. Hello. Oh, good, we're working. Okay, I can hear you. Good, yeah.
0: Do you think uh, this interference was called by either a Dark Beast or Archibald?
1: Well, the Dark Beasts do create like electricity around them. So it's possible they walk by the router or something.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know how much of this you heard, but uh, we're going to make an episode on Dark Beast and Archibald and Lawrence Sparkly Windy stuff.
1: Lauren's sparkly windy stuff.
0: Lawrence sparky windy stuff. The
1: sparkly as well as sparky.
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, before we go on, I just want you to attest before people start complaining. I was not eating during the previous podcast. No. And we recorded it early in the morning for me
1: yeah if you were in my shoes, you would appreciate that there was almost three hours of podcasting uninterrupted by chewing until this point,
0: yeah and i yeah. I didn't have time to eat because it's a Saturday, and we recorded at like eight a m my time, yeah, so it was like up, 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 go, coffee, go record, like yeah so i I am allowed this, okay, yeah, okay.
2: So, Richie. Yes.
0: <laughs> I will copy the topic to you. Okay. Tell us everything you know about this topic.
1: Dark Beasts and Archibald and Lauren sparky, windy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we begin with the Dark Beasts?
2: Okay, <laughs> go. Okay. <laughs> well, the first dark beast you encounter, probably, is Dark Beast Pal. Uh-huh.
1: And they live in, uh, they're dead, I guess. <laughs> this is where it gets very confusing, because, uh... Okay, so the thing about the Beast Claw weapon is that it says that it's made from the bones of an undead dark beast. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that the bones that the claw is made of are still alive. So there's like something living within the bones. And when you encounter dark beast Pal, Pal is like dead. He's a skeleton with just bits of fur kind of stuck to him. And then when you walk into the arena, the skeleton kind of comes back to life again. So it's immediately off the bat quite odd because like
2: this thing is like it is dead, it has come back to life again,
1: which is yeah, it's um very it's just sort of a strange thing that like there's a there's just I guess a species of beast that just can't die, like its skeleton just comes back to life again, although it again, like when you encounter the um the bloodletting beast in its second form, like its head is gone, its body is still going powered by basically like it's just a host of these maggots that are making it move around so i guess maybe the the idea behind the dark beasts is that the they're able to just their lust for blood keeps them going after death because pal is one of not many people know this because it doesn't make a great deal of sense so most people don't try it but pal will follow pungent blood cocktails if you throw them um, it's basically just him and the, the blood-starved beasts that do it. And it's really odd, because, like, there are other bosses you'd think, like, Gascoigne or the Cleric Beast or Amelia or Ludwig or whatever, they would follow blood cocktails, but they don't. It is, but for some reason, Dark Beast Parle does.
2: Do you think Dark Beast Parle was always a boss? But he was always a boss. Like, was it an
0: NPC at some point or something?
1: Well, the NPC is just a gigantic, like, skeleton dog. Hello, Hunter.
0: Okay. I can
1: tell you something. Richie, some-
0: no. No, I have to okay. defend myself against okay. your slanderous attitude.
1: Can you have a slanderous attitude? Doesn't it have to be an actual statement?
0: <laughs> you know what? First, I'll ask Nick right now. Good. Hi, Nick. I just accused oh. <laughs> Richie of having a slanderous <laughs> attitude. But now he tells me that's not a thing. How wrong is he? Okay. Okay. In my defense, patches is yeah. a spider yeah. The beggar is yeah. some sort of a beast. So why couldn't Parl be an NPC?
1: Well, as I was about to say, um, <laughs> I, I this is going to come up multiple times, I guess. I just did a playthrough of the whole game on um, 1.0. So I I just played it from disc without patching anything. And... The um, you encounter a, a dark beast boss in Lower Loren that's just called the Loren Dark Beast. But if you play on one point zero, that boss is just called Dark Beast Paul. So I'm wondering if Dark Beast Paul wasn't always supposed to be in Old Yarnum, that sort of Old Yarnum Yhohgel transition area. They may have been put there later on. Ah. Oh. Yeah, because uh, it looks like yeah, there's just one. There's just one version of that in 1.0, and then they, they don't divide it into lore and dark beast and dark beast
2: pile until later on. Hmm.
1: And confusingly, on 1.0, there's a boss called the Abhorrent Beast that on 1.0 is called the lore and dark beast. So what the lore and dark beast was changed uh, in a patch. So
2: maybe they're both the lore and dark beast. They're similar, I guess. They're both electric. Hmm.
0: I had, I had something I wanted to ask you. Uh, Mm -hmm. come on brain. (laughs) You can do this.
1: Is it about the spark hunters?
0: No, oh, oh, shut the fuck up.
1: That was quite aggressive.
0: Well, for those who don't know, Richie is low key bullying me right now, okay? To you guys. No, you see, I'm not. this is the problem. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. This is the problem. People watching this are like, well, Sun just went crazy. No, because when we first started recording, uh, and you can check the first, first, first Mance's podcast, I didn't know what the Spark Hunter badge was, or, and like, Or something among those lines. and I don't remember it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And then this is Richie's Loki bullying reminding me of uh, how casual I am.
1: I think there's a degree of projection going on here. (laughs)
0: Because I had
1: completely forgotten all of that. Uh You should just not have said anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Okay. No. What I wanted to say was, <laughs> you played the game unpatched. Yes. Was patches still there?
1: Oh uh-huh. <laughs> Uh <laughs> Yes. yes so was. it was
0: patched. <laughs> I I did call
1: my character patchless and tried to make them look a bit like patches.
0: Ah, that's really cute. So I just like scrolled back a little to the previous section, and there's a lot of. Very crazy waves, my boyfriend's gonna have a lot of fun editing out this audio. Mhm mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, so yeah, and another reason I asked you if it was an n p c is because I don't know. I just got a feeling that it could be someone you could like talk to, you know.
2: What, Dark Beast pal
0: Yeah. Like, you could grab a beer with them or something.
1: Doesn't have a throat. It wouldn't work. it just just leak out the bottom of his jaw.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay.
1: So now that you've gotten that out of your system, <laughs> yeah. was your question about the Spark Hunters?
0: I didn't have a question about the Spark Hunters. My question really? was, my question okay. was literally like, if you played the game patched and you're like, no, and I'm like, what about patches?
1: <laughs> it took you to like force yourself to remember an extremely basic pun. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> it's like like, hang
1: on hang on it's coming think about it for a second (laughs) I know you are but what am I (laughs) checkmate
0: okay so is there anything else you can tell us about um, Pearl?
1: Well, Paul is, like I said, he is undead. He is a, literally just a pile of bones.
0: You keep saying he, but I always picture Pearl as a she.
1: Okay. We'll say she.
0: No, but is there like, um,
1: a- uh, to me, the, the name Paul just sounds like a male name, but it's not a real name at all. So to me, it, it sounds like Paul.
0: Really? Cause to me, it sounds like Pearl. And I'm like, I oh, guess okay. I associate pearls uh, with, you know, something like I'd wear or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl.
0: What's that?
1: Anyway. Um, no, no, Garthage, no, no. What,
0: what was that?
1: It's the opening of Steven Universe. I'm like Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl.
0: Oh, Steven Universe. That's like uh, adventure type. Adventure game type. Adventure deal. Adventure thing type. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the adventure thing name, and my brain Adventure Time. Yeah, Adventure Time. My brain was, like, not catching up with me. It's because I only had one snack today. It was the snack that I just had, and it's already (laughs) 11.21am. And I only, this is only my second cup of coffee, so this is like a slow start, you know?
2: So
1: back to Dark Beast, (laughs) pal. Uh, Dark Beast Pal, when encountered, is just a... Well, okay, we'll talk about how you encounter Pal. Mm-hmm. Because you... Um, ass- We'll just assume you were captured in this one. Uh, you don't have to be captured, but...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Assume you're captured and you're taken to the Hypergean Jail. There's mm-hmm. basically two parts out of it. If you take the low one, there's even more cells with... Um, all these Yanomites in it who have been captured and they're going to be sacrificed in a ritual. If you run to the very back of the room, there's these bars that have been bent out of shape. And then through the bars being bent out of shape, there is a a tunnel that's been very crudely dug through the wall that leads out of the jail. But uh, as you're leaving the jail, you go down a pathway and you... Come to this gigantic pile of bones and hair that's just lying in a courtyard, and it looks like it's dead. And then, um, when you enter the arena, the bones suddenly rise up and come to life as this skeletal beast. That begin the first thing it will do is it will it will sort of howl and charge up, and all these sparks start arcing across its body. And it's uh, you have to fight this this skeleton creature that's got all this electricity arcing all over it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Richie? Yeah? Could I use Pearl to charge my phone? Well, this is kind of what Archibald ends up doing.
0: Charging his phone?
1: Well, what happens is that throughout the your um, investigations in Yahogul, you find a lot of things that are electrical in some way. Like, you find the tinnitus find the tiny tinnitrous, you find a whole lot of bolt paper and um, when you defeat Pal you get a thing called the Spark Hunter Badge and the Spark Hunter Badge specifically says that like there was a group of hunters called the Spark Hunters and they were led by a guy called Archibald and he was obsessed with the sparks that emanated from the hides of the Dark Beasts and that his goal was to, like, try to replicate that effect on weapons. And his um, masterpiece is the Tinnitus. Which is, he's basically invented this this machine that creates, like a, a mace that creates electricity in the same way that a dark beast does. You wouldn't initially think it to look at it, but the way that the, the lightning on his weapons works is actually inspired by these monsters. It's not like he was playing around in his lab trying to... um trying to come up with like playing around with, with electricity. He was actually trying to mimic a living creature. And it says also that Archibald's methodology is very similar to what Bergenworth were doing. And that's a really odd line. It it can be read in a lot of different ways. But I think the idea is that it says methodology similar to Bergenworth, that Archibald was going to the chalice dungeons. And he was learning about the dark beasts that way, because I don't, like other methodologies of Bergenworth I don't think make a great deal of sense like we don't Archibald doesn't seem to have been into like meditation or anything like that, so I think he was he was going into the chalice dungeons and like uh, studying the beasts there and maybe like bringing bodies back to the surface and studying them. In the same way that Bergenworth were bringing back like phantasms and red jelly and things for the chalices, Archibald might have been bringing back dark beasts, or like bits and pieces of dark beasts. Because then you've got the the beast claw weapon. The beast claw weapon specifies like this is um this weapon is made from the bones of a dark beast. So it's not it's not clear like who irreverent Izzy was allied with I mean, not have been allied with anyone. But um, Izzy at least had access to like the bu- like the body of a dark beast at some point to make their weapon with?
0: Mm-hmm. Richie. Yeah. How dare you burp on this podcast?
1: Well, I- I'll chew instead.
0: <laughs> Go on.
1: Well, you know, you 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 have to snack. I have to stay awake. <laughs> We're coming on. It's like two thirty in the morning.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) like, the bodies of Dark Beasts have been an object of study for
2: some time. I think the bolt paper says the same thing. I'll just check. Yeah, it says that um, Archibald invented the bolt paper as well.
1: Yeah, and it says, like, the bolt paper is Archibald artificially recreating the sparks that are on the hides of dark beasts
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so basically archibald is is studying dark beasts in the same way that like willem and Bergenworth were studying phantasms of great one
0: i'm having such a deja vu
2: right now did we talk about this before i don't know Oh, yeah, I'm just trying
0: to remember what podcast, if any. But okay, go on. Keep interrupting you. That's all right. Yeah, it's just that I only had my one and a half cup of coffee. I'm not very uh, concentrated.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, so this right. This brings
1: like the the Paul question which is like, is Paul a Spark Hunter? Because what happens is when you defeat Paul, you get a thing called the Spark Hunter badge that says, like, this is a badge that was given by Archibald to Archibald's friends. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, is Paul, is the implication there that Paul is a Spark Hunter who successfully, question mark, (laughs) turned into a dark beast? Or is Paul just a dark beast that they were studying in Yahagul?
0: What do you think the answer is? I don't know. Okay, sometimes at my work, I have to ask yes or no questions. Yeah. Or questions where you have to pick an option. So what are you leaning more toward?
1: Well... The thing is like I mentioned before that the way you get to Pal is you go through this tunnel that's been dug mm-hmm. it's a very crude tunnel that's been dug out of the out of the um, the cell, and one of the early like things people were saying was, "Oh well, was Pal in the cell and then Pal tunneled out of like after transforming tunneled out of the cell and that's why there's this really rough tunnel like tunneled out of the cell got into the um the
2: area outside and then collapsed or
1: but like you could also say well maybe people try to escape the jail and Mensis just leave Paul there to just finish them off as they're escaping as like kind of like a guard dog and then maybe Paul like just kill
2: the spark hunter and that's why paul has got the badge
0: mm-hmm. yeah so you're leaning more toward Parl is just Parl and not a hunter who.
1: Well, it, no right? i i think i think they might be a, a hunter just because they they have a name because they're called Dark Beast Parl,
2: hmm.
1: which implies like yeah they someone at some point they're called Parl. It's not like like when you you can encounter that boss in the Charles Dungeons and they're just called the Lauren Dark Beast. Hmm. So the game like again I was saying like on 1.0 it doesn't do this but. Subsequently, it it does draw like there's a distinction between a dark beast and dark beast pal. Like dark beast pal is an individual creature. The fact that they have a name at all, like most of the bosses don't have names. Like the cleric beast doesn't.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, the blood uh starved beast, bloodletting beast, they don't have names. But pal, they bother actually giving a name to. So.
0: So do you think Parle was a bigger character at some point? Is Lanz going to find more files about it?
1: Didn't you? But Lance found a whole lot of Archibald stuff. On a Senate. Sanity is San found a whole lot of Archibald stuff, didn't he? But there was a different Archibald.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. blocked yeah. out of my mind.
1: Yeah. Because you had a bit too much fun.
0: Oh, God. So if anybody's wondering what we're talking about, um I'll link it in the comments. Sanna and I did a podcast on his channel where we had a little too much fun <laughs> which resulted in a lot of mean comments. Mostly about me, though. On his channel, but it was mostly directed toward me. (laughs) So, check it out. Yeah. (laughs) I was traumatized for like a week. (laughs) I forgot how toxic the internet can be. (laughs) God, I'm not allowed to laugh <laughs> or experience joy in life. <laughs> there, there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but about Parl, did Lance or Sanna or anyone find anything more about her?
2: Don't think so. Not that I'm aware of.
0: Okay. Well, I predict, using my gaming psychic ability... Yep. That they will.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: There's more to Parl than meets the eye.
2: Okay. Yeah. Do you know who designed Parle?
0: I'm going to ask the spirits.
1: <laughs> okay. Is the spirits another name for Google? Because I can hear you <laughs> typing.
0: <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> the spirits tell me that Parle is the third oldest settlement in South Africa. <laughs> yeah, who designed Parle?
1: Uh Paul was designed entirely by Miyazaki. Oh, really? Yeah. Um he said so in the in the art book that like everyone on the team would sort of like work together on stuff, but he said like I'm the director and I want there to be one boss that's just my input. So he is oh, wow. entirely responsible for Paul, although weirdly, like the Paul art doesn't show Paul with the sparks. So I'm wondering if the sparks were added later on.
0: What do you mean? It does, though, doesn't it?
1: Uh, I've seen him without oh, them.
0: Because okay, I'll show. Oh you no, no, I'm no! I think I
1: think I'm saying I think I'm thinking of the abhorrent.
0: No, no, you're like half right. Like some art, I think shows without sparks, and some with. You see? Yeah. So it's up to interpretation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know the um, the Abhorrent-based
1: art doesn't show it with sparks.
0: Mm, okay. So is Miyazaki also an artist?
1: No, he didn't, like, draw it. He, like, worked with the designer on creating. Like, the character.
0: Oh. Okay. Do you think he did a good job?
2: Um, yeah, Paul's pretty cool. I
0: like how it's it's like a mix of a human and an animal. It's, like, weird.
1: Well, it's got that, that sort of flat face that a lot of the beasts in Alt-Yard have.
2: hmm
1: There's beasts that have very flat faces, and then there's beasts that have the very long, like, wolf-like snout. And Pal is kind of the... The, the ones with the flatter faces, I think, like, they, they, they affect you differently because they look more human.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, this reminds me of. Do you remember? Um, Alien. One of the aliens. I don't know if it's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or ten. Where I think the queen gives birth to this weird. Yeah. Alien.
1: Yeah. The um, that's Alien Resurrection.
0: That's what Parle is reminding me of right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also on that picture, if you look in the upper left corner, one of the skull looks like Madman's Knowledge a little bit. Yeah. Don't you think? Like the hair is, like, up and the skull is there. Yeah. So maybe that means that she was a hunter at some point.
2: Yeah. I just found a thing that's, like, Paul looks like a sloth. Like a sloth?
0: Yeah. Australian sloth? Is that what sloths look like where you're from?
1: We don't have sloths.
0: Is this, like, a drop sloth? Like a drop panda?
1: The drop sloth would just land on you and just, like, go to sleep.
0: see what you mean okay no yeah like the pose or whatever the limbs yeah yeah
1: what if they had like a sloth boss in dark souls and you just had to like run slightly farther away and it wouldn't be able to do anything just go to sleep Hmm.
0: didn't we talk about this When did we... I feel like I'm... This is giving me...
1: Yeah, probably because nothing has any kind of structure to it.
0: (laughs) I feel like I'm having so many flashbacks during this episode. I'm... Okay, I think the Parle thing, I'm getting the flashback to the very first Mensis thing we did. Yeah. I'm sure we talked about Parle then. And, uh... Okay, no, the slot thing is, it reminds me of a video. It's actually the first time we mentioned the Snack Covenant and it's on Patreon. Yep. On the highest of tiers, of course. Jesus. And, <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Like, you were suggesting that if I were a boss or something, or... No, if I were a covenant leader, I would just, like, sleep, and then you'd have to bring me snacks so I move over so you can pass. <laughs> 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 okay.
2: Yeah. All right. Um. What else you got to say, Richie?
0: So we covered Dark Beasts.
1: No, there's there's other like there's the Silver Beasts and the uh the Abhorrent Beasts.
0: But they no, 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 that's not Dark Beasts, is it?
1: Well, okay, here's the thing. A Dark Beast is like if you look at a Silver Beast and a Dark Beast, a Dark Beast just looks like a bigger version of a Silver Beast. And the Silver Beasts are called the Lauren Silver Beast. So I think the the idea is that like in No 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 that like in Yana. You've got I like lost there's the scourge
0: scur- what <laughs> I'm not with it today, Richie, you were talking, okay. and I lost you after the first dark beast
1: <laughs> okay, in Lauren right, there's the yeah. silver beasts and right. the dark beasts, right okay. so that to me is it's kind of like in old Yanam where you've got like the scourge beasts with like the werewolf things, and then you've got the cleric beast that's like a bigger version of that mm-hmm. Because so in Lauren you have the silver beasts, and then you have a bigger version of the silver beast that's the dark beast.
0: Oh, okay,
1: because if you look at them, like they look kind of similar like the the they both have the same like flat kind of face to them, okay. they both generate lightning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: So what did we not talk about
1: yet? well they they like connected. like the the electricity is also produced by the silver beasts. And also, like, the um, the way that Dark Beast's written in Japanese, you could read it as Black Beast if you wanted, so it's almost like Black and Silver variants of the same beast.
0: Black and Silver, Black and Silver, Black and Silver, Black and Silver.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, like,
1: Old Yanam is, uh, like, it's... No, sorry, y- Yaha Gul where the Spark Hunters hung out, is, like... It's, it's weirdly kind of adjacent to Lauren, in a sense, because you go through... Like, Mikalash Michal- is projecting from Yahagul to the Nightmare of Mensis, which is, like, pretty obviously, like, leftover bits of Lauren. So, like, I'm not entirely sure, like, the logistics of it, but maybe maybe you would have been able to go to Lauren from um, Yahagul at some point. Which might
2: explain why there's Dark Beast and Silver Beast stuff there. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. Anything else?
1: Um I don't know. Well we never really see what Paul looked like with skin. Cause remember Paul is like a skeleton, so maybe when Paul had flesh, they looked like a silver beast more.
0: Oh that's a good
2: point. Yeah. And also the
1: um the silver beasts have like very long like bone sort of claws they can extend and retract, and it reminds me a bit of the, the beast claw. Because the beast claw is supposed it's confusing because the beast claw is supposed to it says it's from a
2: dark beast, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's the abhorrent beast. going to talk about the Abhorrent Beast, or is that another podcast? Is it a is it a
0: dark beast?
1: I'm going to say it is.
0: Okay, then let's talk about the Abhorrent Beast.
1: Okay. The Abhorrent Beast is probably known to most people as the thing that the beggar turns into. <laughs>
2: um,
1: it looks like a smaller version of the bloodletting beast. It's got Sparks going over its spur like the Dark Beast does, and it can do this sort of, uh, like a, like a, a storm attack. It, like it, it throws sort of wind at you. And, um, that's, that's what it's known as to most people, but if you find it in the Chalice Dungeons, it's called the Abhorrent Beast. It's got a specific name. And if you, weirdly, if you play the game unpatched in the Chalice Dungeons, it's called the Lauren Dark Beast. So that—that's what I meant about it being slightly confusing, because it's like when you use the beast's claw, um, your beast hand doesn't look like the hand of the dark beast, like as like doesn't, doesn't look like Paul's hand, and if you combine that with beast's embrace, like you don't look anything like a dark beast, but you do look more like the abhorrent beast, because the abhorrent beast is uh, one of those beasts that doesn't look—it looks more like just sort of like a big gorilla thing. Similar to the bloodletting beast, where it's just like a really, really massive, like hairy guy with a huge torso, more so than a
2: than a wolf. And
1: they also hang out in Lauren. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they are like implied to be like the silver beasts, the dark beast, and the apparent beast are implied to be like the same kind of thing. They're like offshoots of the same thing, I guess. Like if you, because one of the things the game does is it like it contrasts Jan and with Lauren. So if you say, like, um, in Yarnum you have, like, the Scourge, because also Lauren already has Beast Patients in it. So you say, like, in Lauren, you've got the, in Yarnum you have, like, Silver Beasts, um, you have, like, the, the Cleric Beast big things, and you've got people like Gascoigne, who are, like, it's a beast, but still kind of roughly humanoid. And then in Lauren, you've got, like, the silver beasts, you've got things like PAL, and then you've got the Abhorrent beast that would be, like, the sort of more humanoid kind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they seem obsessed with Dark Beasts, actually, because, like, the- again, we talked about Irreverent Izzy before. Irreverent Izzy makes their beast claw from the bones of the Dark Beast, but they're not, from what we can tell, working with the Spark Hunters. So I guess, like, people were just fucking around with Dark Beasts for a while. It may actually, what it might be, I don't know if this is intentional, but it might be that because everything that went wrong with Lauren's already happened, people were going to research the ruins of Lauren to figure out how to prevent what was going on in Yarn. Because they could look at, like, the aftermath of Lauren, and maybe they were just, like, researching the beasts there before there was a beast problem in Yarn. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking.
1: Um Yeah, you're not um feeling it today, are you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So many beasts, so confusing. Also, we recorded for like two and a half hours before this, and it took a lot of mental energy to do so. I understand. Yeah takes a lot of metal energy to talk to you, Richie. <laughs> Even my bullying is subpar. Yeah, it is. Um. Okay. Is that all about the dark beasts?
1: Well, we can summarize if you want.
0: Okay, let's summarize. Let's do that. You're
1: going re- to have real to fun be- editing this because it's just like me getting halfway through something and you're going,
0: What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah okay so dark beasts uh we're gonna like collapse the three of them and say that although they also mention Lauren's sparkly stuff because if you go to lauren lauren has lightning arcing everywhere like just randomly oh
0: yeah oh. yeah
1: yeah kind of so- like in
0: the fishing hamlet
1: no because that has a cause because that's like there's the, the fish people are calling the lightning down if you go what to if, Lauren, like, yeah. it, can't, it can't hurt you or anything. You'll just see, like, sparks shoot across a room. It's like an environmental effect.
0: What if it's the fish people and the lightning goes all the way to Lauren?
2: Well, we can't prove it doesn't work like that.
0: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so wait. Okay, before you sum up, I guess I'll ask you to sum up all the dark beasts in the end or whatever. Um. The sparky, windy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about that.
2: We just did.
1: Because, like, Lauren is, um... Lauren is, like, if you go there, it is... The weird thing about Lauren is it's mostly underground, but it's still windy. So you see sand blowing everywhere, and you see lightning arcs, like, shooting through the sky. (laughs) Not through the sky, through just, like, the air. Like, you'll just see lightning arc across a room. And L- Lauren is, like, the, probably the first chalice where you kind of go technically outside, because it has these these set pieces where there's, like, a bridge across a chasm. So you'll walk out. Like, you'll go, it's, um... If you're following the chalices in order, then Lauren's probably the first one where you'll step out and realize you're not in a tunnel anymore. Like, you're actually in, a, in like, a chasm. And you can see there's like other bridges and it stretches off into the distance, but you can't go there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So Lauren is like it talks about Lauren being lost to the sand, so I think the idea is it's like it's so confusing because they they never really explain how this works, but like presumably with Lauren you're going like somewhere that is really far away. Like um like another like because Yarnum is very, very like it's not a desert at all it's the opposite, it's like very it's near the sea, it's like quite sort of damp, cold place so presumably with Lauren, I, however the hell it works you're like going like halfway around the world or something and you're going to this like desert place that collapsed, you know, centuries ago right yeah, so it's all just wind and like storms and lightning, and the beasts there mirror that because you have like the the beasts are lightning based they are the the um, abhorrent beast can cause these like it's almost like it's using storm ruler on you it like shoots this sort of like whirlwind that knocks you into the air if it hits you Hmm. and archibald and the spark hunters became and also a reverend izzy kind of became obsessed with the 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 way that these beasts could generate electricity, and they started experimenting with them. Well, Izzy doesn't seem interested in the electricity, but just became interested in, like, harnessing the power of these beasts. And, like, yeah, this seems to have happened before before and went to ship. So I guess like, they were... I guess, I, I think what happened is they must have found, like, the ruins of Lawrence surmised that, because they, they outright say like on the Lauren chalices, they people went to Lauren and realized that the beast plague had hit them as well and they had been trying to cure it and it was like what was happening in Yanam. So I think the idea is that they went to um, the ruins of Lauren and were like investigating trying to figure out, okay, Lauren fell as a result of what's happening in Yanam now what can we learn from the ruins of Lauren? And that's probably what led to them investigating the Dark Beasts.
0: Okay, that's cool. Thank you. Did we even talk about Archibald?
1: Archibald's not in the game.
0: Really? Are you testing me right now?
1: Archibald is not in the game.
0: Half the shit is not in the game! Yes. We still talk about it?
1: That's all we know about Archibald.
0: Oh my god. No. Richie, tell me about Archibald.
2: Archibald is a
1: character who they came up with in an early draft of Bloodborne, and they removed him entirely, but they really liked the name Archibald. (laughs) So later on, they used it on a character who you'll never meet. Then three years later, you talked about it with Santa, and you laughed too much.
0: (laughs) And people were very upset about it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, it's the opposite of this channel's audience.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but even in this channel, I really appreciate everyone here because even sometimes I get a comment where it's like not very nice, but it's usually like I'll still listen to your podcasts even though I don't like them.
1: And <laughs> what was the one that was that was like? Um, uh, I find Richard interesting in spite of his co-host.
0: Oh yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. There's yeah. a couple of those. <laughs> At some point somebody was like, "Oh, maybe I can find it. Wait, wait. wait. Oh, this is a good one." Yesterday, we went to the mall. And uh, there's a little store that opened there, and it's like yeah. a Japanese type store, and they had Pokies, and Grinty Pokies are just so amazing, and I love them so much, and I got a box.
1: Oh, do you mean like Pocky, the
0: the sticks dipped in chocolate? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Pocky, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone I know says Pocky.
0: Oh, I don't know, I've never seen it pronounced in real life.
1: They sell it at the supermarket here, and it has a picture of a panda on it my god! <laughs> this is how tired you are. You're just like.
0: <laughs> no, I am. I think part of it is just like it's been really getting really really busy at work, so I think it's like carrying yeah. over to the weekend where I'm just like, not. My brain is like, no, sin. I'd like to sleep and rest, and you wake up for eight a.m. It's a Saturday, so my brain is like being very combative right now.
1: This is you as Willem. You're snitching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did we talk about Archibald?
1: Well, I I believe I said about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Archibald's not in the game and he started yelling at me. <laughs> Oh hang on, I'll look up like indoor lightning.
2: Uh it does
1: happen.
0: When I was little I saw this documentary or something on lightning, and they said, yeah. I think, maybe I'm misremembering this, uh that like a ball of lightning can go into your house. And,
1: yeah, ball like, lightning around. is ball lightning is weird.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been like scared of that ever since. I close all my windows when there's like thunder and lightning. Like, what are you going to do if it goes into your house? Do you, like, run away from it? Is it going to chase you?
2: Um, I don't know if it, it, like, is following you.
0: I feel like it would.
2: Do you think, um, Paul is, like, I don't know, three (laughs) o'clock. Okay. Okay.
0: So now that I saved the podcast, Richie.
1: Now that you've saved the podcast.
0: We can do the outro.
1: Do you think it's more than that you've saved podcasting itself? (laughs) There were too many podcasts. They started dropping off. It was like, I don't know if this is feasible anymore. And then they all heard the snack covenant. They were like, yes.
0: (laughs) I'd like to think so. Oh, um. And we have to mention someone during the episode.
1: The problem is that I think we've mentioned everyone we know, and now we're just, like, repeating ourselves. That's okay. This is episode 38, like...
0: Um, wait, let me double check, and... Oh, yeah, you're good! Yes, it is 38. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think we've mentioned everyone. I can't think of anyone we haven't talked about yet.
0: So we can, like, mention them again. Well, one, no, actually, no, I'm keeping this for later so I can tell them in person. Or maybe okay. I should give you a little preview now, Richie. What do you say about that? Is it butchermis? Well, remember how we did a really amazing podcast that was one of the best podcasts we ever did on Is it The one that's,
1: that's me making cat noises.
0: No, 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 because that one, we didn't lose the audio. I mean, you didn't lose the audio for that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. But
0: remember the one about Estrella that was really on topic and was really good, and it was the best podcast we ever, ever, ever did? What happened the to The one with Cal? No, no, before that.
1: Oh, that one. The one that was lost. Who lost it? Well, I, won't, I refuse to accept entirely the blame for that because I, I didn't make the computer crash. <laughs> It just did.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, in that podcast is where I mentioned Butchimus, and I give him this beautiful introduction and this yeah. beautiful thing about him, how awesome he is, and how his content is amazing, and you lose it.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I didn't, because I lost my half of the audio. You'll still have that.
0: But I can't just release my half.
1: You can release the part where you talk about Butchimus.
0: Okay. How about we just talk about Butchimus now, then? Okay.
1: What if, what if I lose this and it turns out mentioning Butchimus is like the curse
0: <laughs> Oh no <laughs> The Butchimus curse
1: So I believe you want to mention Butchimus
0: <laughs> Yeah I was lost in thought for a second
1: <laughs> Were you lost in thought? You should just zone out
0: don't know a little bit of both <laughs> yeah okay I,
1: I'm just like everything is a blur right now
0: okay okay we can we can do this we'll make it through this outro okay so we'd like to mention Butchimus his content is really amazing he has a lot of uh, he has a lot of born stuff he has Sekiro stuff he has like fun videos he has streams he has lore he has everything and it's super well edited and he's just like a really nice person and a really good human and you should all check out his channel and stuff life and do whatever it is you can do. Yes, you should. Yeah, and also, he's actually going to be on uh, one of our Gaming in the Yeltsin Years podcasts talking about Metal Gear 1, 2, and 3. On
1: well, the Metal Gear Solid, because Metal Gear is a separate series to so Metal Gear Solid.
0: Oh, god damn it, Richie.